Hello and welcome to another episode of Try Again with Jason Hughes. I am Jason Hughes and this is my podcast where I talk about trying and failing and trying again and things that might prevent us from trying and from trying again and all the things that get in the way of that. Kind of like last time I talked about excessive worrying and how that can prevent us from trying and doing things. And today I want to kind of build off of that a little bit and talk about something that has been kind of a constant worry throughout my life, which is the thought, the belief that I'm not good enough, the worry that I'm not good enough. I have believed that throughout a big portion of my life, and it has prevented me from from trying and doing things, uh, because I would feel like, well, who am I to do this? I don't, you know, I don't deserve this. I'm not, I'm not good enough. Somebody else is better at this than I am. And so I wouldn't put myself out there. You know, I didn't want to want to take somebody else's spot. Um, so I'd kind of stay back, you know, and, and let other people, uh, move in front of me, which would be frustrating because I would see people who I would think, you know, they're not as they don't know what they're doing. You know, they're not as good as me. They're not as smart as me, or I'm, I'm better at that. I can do that. But then there would also be a part of me. that's like, Ooh, not really, you know, let them, let them take this. But I would think that I'm not good enough, but I didn't always ask myself, like, I'm not good enough compared to who, like, who am I comparing myself to? Who is it that I'm saying I'm not good enough or I'm not as good as, who am I comparing myself to with this? And the answer for me was everyone, right? Like we compare ourselves to everybody. We feel like everybody else has it figured out, but I don't. I'm the one who's missing something. You know, everybody else has got their stuff together, but I don't. And instead of trying to figure out what it was that I was missing or what I could do to improve, I would stay quiet and stay back because I would be embarrassed. Shame would keep me back. I'd be like, well, if everybody else has it figured out and I don't, then what are they going to think of me if I tell them that I don't know what I'm doing? Like, they're going to are they going to make fun of me? You know, are they going to think I'm stupid? Um, are they going to think less of me? So I would just try to figure things out on my own without saying anything and just kind of, just kind of fake it, you know, just, just pretend like I got it all figured out, uh, which served me well in the sense that, um, people didn't really know that, I didn't know what I was doing, that I wasn't a confident person. You know, when I talk about it now with people who knew me growing up, they're, they're shocked. They're surprised that, that I wasn't a very confident person because they thought that I knew what I was doing. They thought that, um, that I had a lot of confidence because I would do things. You know, I did, I did stand up comedy for a while. You know, I would, I would, uh, you know, try different things on the basketball court and, you know, I would, do plays. And, and so people thought that I had this confidence, but that was what I wanted them to see. And I think that's the case that that's something that we don't understand about other people. Whenever we think that they have it figured out, but we don't, and we're the only ones who are missing something is that more people 
are like us and think that way, then we probably realize. Because like I said, I didn't want people to realize that. So I showed them what I wanted them to see. And that's what happens is people show us what they want us to see. And so we feel like they have it figured out because that's what they're showing us. And I feel like social media is a really good example of that. You go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, and and you will see pictures of people at their best. Like they're smiling, the families look great, they're in these awesome places, they're doing these cool things, and it's like, wow, look at their life compared to mine. I look around at my mess of a house, uh, you know, I've got a scruffly beard going on. My yard is a mess. And I'm, you know, looking at bills that I need to pay. And I'm like, what is going on with my life that I don't have that, that I don't have it figured out? Well, what I fail to realize is I do the same thing that they do. I post the pictures that I want people to see. I present in public uh, the way that I want people to view me. Maybe not the way that I see myself. And being a therapist and talking with people, I now realize there are a lot of us that do that. Uh, For example, one of my favorite pictures of my family, of me, my wife, and my daughter, uh, it was when my daughter was young and we went to Disneyland and uh, or Disney World, whichever one is in Florida. Anyway. And, and we posted this picture and we have it. It's a great picture of us. It's the three of us. We got these big smiles on our faces. Um, the Magic Kingdom is in the background. Like we look, we look so happy and like we're having the best time. And it's, it's a great picture of the three of us. And the three of us, just for what it's worth, we are happy. I, I have a great family. And that picture seems to capture that. However, that picture did not capture the essence of that moment. It portrays what we want people to see. And we post it on social media, you know, on Facebook or whatever, and, and it gets all kinds of likes, all kinds of comments. But if you were to dissect that picture and really break it down, then you would see my hand is on my daughter's arm. And it looks sweet, but if you look a little closer, it's squeezing a little bit because I'm trying to hold her there and keep her from running off because she did not want to be in that picture. To be honest, I don't think any of us really wanted to be in that picture at the time. It was hot. We'd been walking a lot. Uh, it was a stressful trip because it cost so much money. And honestly, at that time in our lives, we probably couldn't really afford that trip. Not probably. We couldn't. Like we we spent way more than we could afford. So I'm stressing the whole time about how much money we're spending and what this is going to mean to us in the long run. And it's crowded. Uh, there's so many people around. And we're trying to get from one thing to another. And, you know, my daughter's getting impatient. We're getting snippy and we take this picture and it is a snapshot of us smiling. And if you look even closer, the smiles look more like us gritting our teeth because uh, we're just trying to get through this moment. But man, when we posted that, the comments show how 
how great we look, and it seems like we're having such a good time, and what a wonderful family we are, and how lucky for us to be there. Uh, it was not the most wonderful place on earth for me at that time. We still had we had a good time in moments, and it was cool being there, but there was a lot of stress, and and it took a lot to get that picture. But that's what we wanted to present to people. And so that's what we showed. And and it gives the impression that, you know, that what we show is different than what I felt at the time. But it's what I wanted people to see because I felt like, well, who am I to, to complain? Like, we're at Disney, um, supposed to be having a good time. So I want to show that. I don't want people to know that, that I'm not having a good time. But I think that when we see that stuff... It makes us wonder, it questions ourselves, you know, we feel like, every, again, everybody else has it figured out, but I don't. And I feel like Instagram and Facebook should require people to post the pictures that didn't make the cut also. <laughs> the ones that that we took that show us scrambling and yelling and crying and not just the one that that appears like we've got it all put together. Show the other ones too to normalize it and to show that that we're all the same. We don't have it figured out. So anyway, the point is that other people don't have it figured out. Even though we feel like they do, they don't. There are more people like us than we probably realize. There are more people who are just trying to do their best and trying to make it through the day, make it through that week, and they are looking at other people and thinking the same thing, like, man, what is it that they know that I don't? What has got them to where they've got it figured out, and I am a mess over here? Because that happens a lot, and there's a lot of us that experience that. And so not only does not everybody have it figured out, but there are probably a lot of people who are even comparing themselves to you. As crazy as that might sound, they are looking at you and and they're envious of your life and what you have going on. And that may sound insane to you. It did to me and still does to me at times. But I have noticed that uh, I remember meeting with a friend of mine, a longtime college friend. We met for lunch one day and I hadn't seen him in a while. We had kept in touch, but man, I was like, this guy is living the life. He had a great job, was making money. He was getting to travel to all these cool places and do all of these awesome things. And I'm seeing it on social media and it looks fantastic. And when we met, all he could talk about was how great it seemed like I was doing. And how envious he was of me and my family and how he would love to have what I have. And I'm like, what is going on here? This isn't how this is supposed to go. I'm, I'm supposed to be envious of you, not the other way around. People don't feel this way about me. I feel this way towards other people. But what it showed me is that people, I don't see myself the way that other people do. You know, I feel like I'm not good enough. Well, other people don't see me that way. Other people look at me and and they feel like this guy's got it. Like he he's doing well. And people look at you the same way too. 
You may not believe it, and that's okay if you don't believe it right now. You don't have to. I'm just telling you that people do. People look at you differently than you might look at yourself. And and they see things of you that they're envious of and that they think, wow, look at him, look at her. You know, they've got their stuff together. They're doing great. And so if that's the case, it makes me wonder if everyone is trying to compare themselves to everybody else, at what point do we just accept that we're already good enough? You know, we're we're sitting here thinking, I'm not good enough, when the truth is, we are. We're good enough to, to do whatever it is we need to do for ourselves. We're good enough to do what we want to do, to move towards our goals. Uh, you know, there are people who like us. There are people who, who look up to us, and we are already good enough. We're already doing well enough. And... If that's the case, then again, what is it that prevents us from feeling that? And a thought that I have is that we haven't been taught that. We haven't been allowed to be good enough. Uh, and, and part of that is because of the way that we, a lot of us, view mistakes and failing. We punish mistakes. You know, we punish people for failing. We look at it as such a negative thing. When mistakes and failure are necessary, like success is a result of our failures. You know, we we fail until we succeed. It, we don't just start with success. You know, we try, we fail, we try again, we get a little better, we fail, we get a little bit better. And so we keep failing until we succeed. So success isn't possible without failure. It's not possible without making mistakes. But we don't always look at it that way because we view them as bad things. And that's because, again, we punish mistakes. We make fun of people for making mistakes. Uh, we make fun of them for failing. We, we tell them that they're, they're stupid, that they're wrong. And, and we shame people for making mistakes. You know, we, we don't reward trying. We only reward perfection. Like, look at things as subjective as, as acting. And movies, you know, my my favorite movie isn't like the greatest movie. One of my favorite movies of all time is Dumb and Dumber. It's a stupid movie. It makes me laugh, uh, but it's not going to win an Academy Award. And you look at the Academy Awards, and what are the what are the categories? Best actor, best picture, best actress, all the best. It's such a competitive thing for a subjective thing and 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 so we're trying to be the best and if you're not the best then you're just everything else and and so we feel like we have to be the best and and if we're not then then what's the point of trying and so we want to realize that we don't have to be the best we just need to be good enough for right now we just need to do the best we can right now with what we have um and it's okay to make mistakes. We want to reward trying because that's how we get better. If you think about whatever it is that you're good at now, you weren't good at it before when you first started it. It took time. It took practice. It took making mistakes and learning from those mistakes and then trying again. So what we want to do, I think what what's helped me and, and what I hope can help you 
in other people too is if you're afraid of making mistakes, if you're afraid of failure, I want you to ask yourself, what is it about making a mistake or what is it about failing that you're most afraid of? Like take worst case scenario and then imagine yourself surviving that. I know I talked about this some in the last episode with worrying, with coping ahead and imagine yourself surviving the worst case scenario. Well, I want you to go the other direction now. I want you to look at your past and look at other times in your life when you failed or made a mistake and notice that you survived that. You have already made mistakes and failed and gotten past them. You know, you're here now. So whatever the worst mistake or worst failure in your life, you, you're you here. You know, you've already survived. It doesn't mean that it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean that, that there weren't consequences or that it didn't suck. Those things are all true also. What it means, though, is that you already have what it takes to survive those things. What I also want you to look at, though, is not only that you made it past that and that you're here now, but go back and think about some moments where you've made mistakes. Think about times that you failed. And I want you to think about what is it that you gained from those moments? Because we we learn, even as hard as those times might be and as much as we don't like to fail, I, I hate it. I don't like that feeling. It is hard for me to accept it first. But when I can step back away from it, then I can take a look at, all right, what was it that didn't work in that time? What led to the failure? What was the mistake I made? And how can I do better next time? What can I do different next time? So we're never going to be worse off for trying. Even if it doesn't work out the way that we want it to, we'll gain something from it. We are not going to be worse off. So it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail because it's part of the process and you've already done it before. And so look back at some of those moments and and take some inventory of, of things that you've learned from mistakes and failure and and how it helped you get to where you are now because we we can't succeed without mistakes and without failing you know i i play guitar a little bit i'm not great but i'm not bad either i'm definitely better now than i ever have been in my life and and that's because i've made mistakes to get to where i am you know i didn't just start off being able to pick up a guitar and play whatever song that I want. You know, I I messed up on chords. I messed up trying to learn the scales. But by doing that, it helped me learn them. You know, we make the mistakes. I grew up playing basketball, and I missed a lot of shots before I learned how to make one. And so we want to allow ourselves to make mistakes. Remember, we are not going to be worse off for trying, so go ahead and, and try something. Try something today. Try something this week. It doesn't have to be a big thing, but just something that maybe you've been putting off. Something that's that's made you a little nervous. And and try maybe even have the intent of failing, of making a mistake. Just all your goal is is to try, not to get it right, just to try it and see what happens. See what you notice when you do that. See what happens when you look back and notice other times in your life 
where you've you've made mistakes and and gotten past them and what you've learned from that. So I hope that some of this is helpful. I hope it makes sense. If you have any questions or thoughts about anything that you've heard, you can feel free to reach out and and contact me at jasonhughes089 at gmail.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-H-U-G-H-E-S-089 at gmail.com. And leave a comment. You know, let me know, let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you want me to to speak at your event. I'm happy to do that. You can you can reach me at that email and and find out about that too. So anyway, I hope that uh, you guys have a good week and I uh, hope you got something from this. And if not, then you know what? I will try again. So take care and I will talk to you later. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you.